Hello, it's Danielle and Buck, and this is Kat, and you're listening to our podcast, Through the Ringer. We have a, a very exciting announcement to make. Buck is now a woman. <laughs> Finally got his dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Hello, Buck. Um, how would you? How about do you introduce yourself? I'm not Buck. Um, <gasps> Shock. I'm Buck's former lover, but now friend. Not really. Uh, (laughs) This plot is sticking before our eyes. Just kidding. I'm Kayla. (laughs) (laughs) Kayla is filling in for our dearest friend, Buck, um, Kat's real life lover, um, who is ill with the plague. Um, He is under the weather, so Miss Kayla is filling in with us. she has been tuning into our podcast, but this is actually episode eight is the first episode she's watched. Uh, we're really excited about that because I think it's definitely going to give us, um, you know, an edge, an edge, <laughs> if you will. A whole new take. Yeah, a whole new take coming in. Who's Mr. Eyeballs? Now she finally knows <laughs> the connections are being it was made. definitely interesting putting, like, faces to names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, especially because... I feel like in our podcast, we, well, I do this. I think you guys are pretty good at sticking to last names. You like, just throw everything like, out the window. Everything, like, I'll be using their first name in half the sentence and then switch to, like, their surname and then just keep going or back. A and, or, <laughs> or a made-up name. Or a made-up name because I can't remember. Um, so this is going to yeah. be great. Anyways, Kat, reel me back in. So what we, are, we are talking episode eight battle of the brits so um that is we what saw in the last episode new guy mr nazaire comes in friends with mr mumbray uh, just like that the names are gone <laughs> sorry guys i also just had a concussion my oh, yeah. <laughs> brain is still recovering words she are gonna be legitimately conked that head yeah so anyways mr mumbray mr nazaire friends in real life well not friends. They run in the same, they run in social the same circles. circles. So there's already that tension of who's going to be the last Brit standing. I just would like to say, this happened later in the episode, but Mr. Mumbre was talking about Miles, Mr. Nazir coming in, and he said, you know, he this other Brit comes in and I feel like I've lost my edge and it really threw me off my game. Your edge was that you're British? <laughs> <laughs> like, that was your edge? Okay, well, it's no secret. The I accent, mean, it is an edge, right? It is. it is. But it was just kind of like, maybe that's why you guys aren't doing so well if you were like, well, yeah. I'm British. So <laughs> automatically, we obviously have an attraction to right. each other. So you said they were friends before? So oh. they run in the same circles. So they, they knew each, each other. other. They knew oh. each other. And also, Mr. Mumbre outed him as like a playboy. Yes. Ooh. He's known for stealing people's girlfriends. Yes. Wait. Yeah. The one. Nazir. The, the French okay. guy. The French one. Is known for stealing? Yeah. Other oh. people's girlfriends. He looks it. Yeah. <laughs> so It, it makes sense. <laughs> so in addition to this being her first episode, she also hasn't listened to last episode's podcast yet. Yeah. So <laughs> I was working on it. Yeah. So now we've got you know, all the new experience. She had no idea that there was even the new guy there. 
So yeah, it was just a bunch just, of firsts. Yeah, for Kayla. It was so great. We was welcome great. you. Thank you. With it's open good to arms. Be here. <laughs> Kayla, Kayla um, already knew. I mean, she's we can say fit right in because she brought us Arby's. Oh Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally loaded us up with the beef and cheddar. And like, the unofficial sponsor. <laughs> right. Arby's and White Claws, baby. <laughs> or and Trulies. And Trulies, you know, if <laughs> that is your... Or ginger ale since I can't drink alcohol yeah, because Kat, of a concussion. Cat cannot. Um, you know, anyways. Anyways. We digress. <laughs> we move forward. Um, okay, so getting into this episode, Battle of the Brits... Um, nothing major. We're just kind of having some B-roll. The boys are talking. Mr. Holland is coming off intense. He's he, he's yeah. definitely like, I'm I'm falling, I'm falling for Nicole. It's the real deal. And I'm like, okay, we've seen this play before. The man is like hyping himself up a little. That's usually when the downfall is about to happen, mm-hmm. is when the guy's like Oh, yeah, we're good. And he's like, I don't see myself on this dance card anymore. Like, okay, well, that's what we call foreshadowing, and you've just written your ending. So, (laughs) Now, Kayla, have you seen other dating shows? Is this, like, your first real? Um, I think I've watched clips of The Bachelor and um, Love is Blind. I watched, like, an episode and a half. Okay, so you're, like, Kayla's coming in. Fresh blood. Yeah, I mean, even Buck watches them. So, I'm so this is really the perfect guest for this show, right? Because yeah. I'm a professional. Yeah, <laughs> it gives us. You know, we thought the male, you know, the male <laughs> aspect of this would give us an edge, but the real edge is having you on, Kayla. Completely yeah. new to this world of nonsense. Um, well, good for you for not hating yourself enough to watch dating shows. <laughs> the, this one wasn't as cringy as some of the other ones I have watched, though. So that's interesting. That is interesting. I, at least at the end of the episode, I was like, I could watch another one. And I've listened to y'all's podcast and not hated it. So, well, that's, that's, that's good. We're awesome. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes I blank out and forget that, oh, that's my friends. You and, know? Then, and then you hear me go back into yeah. the microphone. And, and then I get scared and almost crash my car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to pull away from the mic. Excuse me for all the people who have been um, assaulted by... I hope you guys have insurance. (laughs) By someone's laugh on the show. I'm not going to name names, but someone does have a loud, aggressive laugh. (laughs) Cat. You know me. Anywho. Okay, so we did get a traditional, in true fashion, Bokikio comment about how bothered he was that nobody went home. Yeah, like Bokikio... You had us in the last episode being a little vulnerable, a little sweet. Mm-hmm. We were like, okay, I guess we see it. And then we're just like, no, you're still an ass. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But apparently that's what Remy is. She's an ass man in multiple senses of the word. So anyways, we get to the daily tea. Well, what? what? We have the, the whole Mr. Nazir and Mr. Mumbre playing chess. Oh, yeah. I was going to bring that up. I had that in my notes later. But let's talk about it. But it happens here. Battle of the Brits. It was. You know, mentally, they played chess. And for the record, my man, Mr. Mumbre, won. So (laughs) took that queen. He took the queen. Again, metaphors, foreshadowing. Probably not at all staged by production. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the Daily Tea. 
yeah, so the daily tea, we find out mommy and daddy, Remy, are coming home. We're so excited. We miss them so much. Um, they're going to have a big fancy dinner welcoming, welcoming the parents home. And then they're going to have like a secret after party that not everyone's invited to. Um, so right away, um, in honor of a buck, we'll just jump into Mr. Cones, yes. Buck's boy, Kayla, what was your impression, if you know who we're talking about, about Mr. Cones? Um, he was the one who was, like, all nervous about being fancy, and he's the one who ended up interrupting the oh. toast. Oh. What'd you, what was your take on him? I don't I don't know. I didn't pay much attention. I was trying to put names to faces. <laughs> For the first but, half uh, of the episode. The interrupting definitely made me cringe. <laughs> yeah, that's... That's kind of in Mr. Cone's fashion yeah. at this yeah. point. He's just he's just lovably awkward. Yeah. I don't know if he like actually like was stumbling over words and like freezing or if that was just what they made him. It is his do. MO. It is. Okay. Yeah, it seems pretty, pretty on brand yeah. for him. Um, okay. but when he was sitting there bad <laughs> bad mouthing Miles, he said <laughs> he was like, Yeah, man, uh, don't don't speak French to the family. The whole family hates <laughs> yeah. French. The family is very open about their love for French people and French oh culture and speaking French. Yeah. So that was hilarious. And then he was like, How do you say it? How do you know he's like, How do you describe Mr. Nazaire? Something French. Crepe. Crepe. of crap. Crepe of crap. And we're like, Mr. Cone. Oh, I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> we loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as Kayla said, he interrupted the toast. It looked like the dad was like really pissed, but didn't want to like, like uh, didn't want to say anything like so in front of everybody. Yeah. He's just like, after my toast, he'll okay. do it. And uh, then, <laughs> yeah, that was probably the worst toast I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. And I've watched so many seasons of The Bachelor, <laughs> and that was just horrible. Truly, it that was. was so bad. It was it was rough to watch. There's there's not really anything else to say about that toast no. except for like. He, we know it was bad. He for sure knew it was bad, and he even brought it up afterwards. He was like, "Guys, how bad was that? That was bad, right? That was like really bad." And everyone's like, "You read the room really wrong." And he yeah. was like, "I panicked, and I didn't know what I was doing until I'm just I glad did they it. were honest with him though, and not yeah. like, "Oh, it's okay, man." Yeah, they're like, "You know, it, it happens." No, no, y- you messed up. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, classic douche move. Miles gives his toast in French. And what's super uh, interesting is Nicole doesn't speak French. So she never knows <laughs> what he's saying. I just am like, it's beautiful. I think I'm not Kayla. I do think <laughs> French is very beautiful. Oh, I took so many years of French. I, <laughs> <laughs> I took like four or five years of French. <laughs> I hate it. Um I well, would be for me. <laughs> I would be impressed. I mean, he to me I'm like, "Ooh, exotic" cuz like I you know, going into this would know that he is French, you know, I'd be like, "Oh, that's hot." Then I'd be like, "Well, I really got to brush up on my French cuz I did take it in high school, but I definitely don't remember any of it." And then after the first time, I'd be like, "Okay, get it. You speak French. It's like a guy playing guitar all the time." Like, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Like 
they're just constantly have a guitar with them. They're constantly trying to serenade you, and you're just like, okay, let's. <laughs> what was his name? Sing along something. <laughs> he went oh, home. I don't like, even remember the yeah. guy earlier who just kept singing. Yeah. It wouldn't stop. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that that's the vibe. I'm like, let's not push your luck here, Miles. Yeah. No, it, it it's not for me. And I, what's really frustrating is. You know, she's trying to, you know, have the conversation afterwards. Mm-hmm. It, she made a comment like, hey, I still want to know what you said last night or uh, the, at the last farewell like ball. Like two nights ago. Like, you know, so, so what are you saying? And he even said, yeah, I'm not going to tell you until we go on a date. That He's now said mm-hmm. that two or three times. Yeah. Because he's like, she's like, what are you saying? And he's like, you'll have to keep me to find out. Exactly. And he has done that multiple times now. It's just everything that comes out of his mouth. Yes, it's smooth. It's suave. But it is so painfully a move. Mm -hmm. Like, you have definitely said this exact thing to a girl. You've definitely, like, it makes sense that he steals everyone's Mm -hmm. girlfriends. Because, like, going, I would be charmed by him and I'm happily married, you know? (laughs) It's like. One of those things that in the moment you're just like probably swept up in it, but looking at it, you're like, oh my God, what a pig. Yeah. What a pig. Yeah. And he, <laughs> so, like, she she was like, yeah, but I, but I really want to know. Like, she asked him twice, and he's like, yeah, well, if you really want to know, you'll keep me around, or the, the closer you'll want to get to me. That's what he said. Uh, and I was just like, yeah, you're just gross. And I'm not, I'm not a fan. I'm, yeah. I'm not a fan. Mr. Mr. Yeah. Uh, other Brit. <laughs> Other Brit. Mr. Mumbray. Cat's favorite. We're blaming this on the yes, concussion, everyone. The <laughs> Mr. Mumbray wins the Battle of the Brits for me. But anyways, I want to talk about Mr. Judge for a minute. Daniel, I know you're going to be pleasantly happy to talk about Mr. Judge. <laughs> um, they bring out all this food and there's like cow tongue. Uh, oh my God, this moment. It was so cute. You could tell that Miss Remy is very like not wanting to eat this on her plate well you remember the first time with mr judge they had the seafood and he like cracked yes. her seafood for her because she was grossed out yes by it. So, so he like immediately picks up on this moment he's like nicole nicole you ready and they're like trying to get it get them eat the cow t- they want to do it together yeah it was so cute <laughs> like only jesse judge could make that a cute moment because I, I would not be throwing up think that it was cute oh. <laughs> i mean i see why you think it's cute, but i was more focused on the fact that they were eating a cow tongue and i was okay. like no <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it's i was definitely just like i love mr judge he's my favorite kayla um I pretty much would, I not to be dramatic, but I would die for him. <laughs> Jesse, if you're listening, let's be besties. I'm ready to take a bullet for you. Um, anyways, uh, wrapping up dinner, Danny offers to carve up the turkey. We find out he's a pescatarian. Didn't know that. That no. really threw me off guard because he really seems like a meat and potatoes kind of guy. Um So, yeah, he just kind of goes on and on about, yeah, family's important to me. And he's like, all I care about is impressing Nicole and her family. We're like, we get it, Danny. You don't care about the guys in the house. Let's (laughs) stop talking about it. Yeah. Um, Then I don't know if this is after dinner or during dinner. 
But we find out Mr. Chapman mm-hmm. says this is the longest. Being on this show is the longest he has ever been in one place. I think he meant as an adult. As an adult. Still qualifies you. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, it start, he, 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 this is at dinner. He's talking. It might be B-roll. I think it's B-roll. Um, but he's saying, you know, he's really concerned about settling down and being happy for like six months and then things changing and then resenting it all. Yeah. He's like, what if I choose to settle down and put down roots somewhere and then it's a honeymoon phase and it's over? like oh okay you are thinking about this after you sleep with her we love that but also why is he on a dating show you know that's the question we have asked him multiple (laughs) times maybe his car is in the shop oh my gosh his van is in the shop so a poster of this looks fun (laughs) yeah he needed a place to stay i mean the thing for me is he is as much prepared for this as i think nicole is like Ooh, they are we see that okay like i i think he is in the same place that she is and you know um i don't want to jump around too much but we see a glimpse of that later as well yeah. and like he, just as much he's not ready for commitment i think she's actually in that same place i think she wants all the benefits of it but i don't think she's really ready yeah and we've talked about that previously is just like nicole is saying she wants to settle down but the men she's aligning herself with more so in the competition or the show are the ones who are very openly a flight risk for lack of a better word. And the lifestyle she is saying she likes is all like fun and games. And she talks about how she likes the chase. She likes the back and forth. She likes the drama. She likes the teasing and the not knowing and, you know, and I'm like, that doesn't seem like someone who's ready for, like, a settled-down marriage. Right. You know? And I'm, a, like, I, when I was dating, like, yeah, that's what I like. I like the games. I like the chase of it. Like, the wanting, the, you know, and not to say you can't have that in a healthy way in a marriage, but that's not the characteristics I would be looking for in a man. Right. You know? You want stability. Yeah. You, you know? can be adventurous while being stable and you can yeah. you know tease each other and have fun while being sa- you, like in a serious relationship one of the partners shouldn't be having to constantly chase the other like, yeah that's yeah. not healthy we've said stated before that like remy miss nicole she feels like it just feels like she wants passion which is amazing we all do but that's like her main yeah she's prioritizing focus, is, that like, who does she have the most passionate yeah. like romantic connection yeah. with. I think you've talked about like the uh the butterflies like mm-hmm. being temporary is what yeah. I've heard a lot and yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's like that's great, but at this point that we're halfway oh maybe over halfway through the show, you have to be yeah. if you don't have the butterflies, you don't have the butterflies by get out, you know. Yeah. Like you should be past that butterfly stage with these people. Not, like, just at the butterfly right. stage, yeah. you know? Because, like, if you're... Because she's, ex- like, she hasn't explicitly said, like, The Bachelor, like, this has to end an engagement. But she's implied that she wants them to be willing to propose to her by the end of this. So how does this show end? We, we don't, don't know. know. No? Oh. <laughs> we don't know. Okay. So, <laughs> no. It's just, I, I don't know how it's going to go down at the end, but, like, she's made it very clear that she wants them to be willing to propose. 
Uh, so nobody could propose and this could all just be a waste of time. And she could just be like, cool, I choose you. <laughs> and they ride off in the sunset in a carriage. Huh. Or they could have a grand proposal. I don't, I have no idea. This is mm-hmm. a, so, yeah. We don't know. I mean, I guess I could take the pressure off a little bit. Like, yeah, like you don't I think have it just, to commit. <laughs> yeah, it just comes down to like that needs to be a conversation she's having yeah. with her top four or whatever. You yeah, know? And I think I think what she she has explicitly stated is she wants to have a serious commitment, whether that be a proposal or whether that be something else. Like, I mean, you know, you don't have to be married to be in a committed, healthy relationship. Right. You know, you don't have to be engaged, but. You know, having that sense of commitment and stability. Like, wanting long term. Yeah. Like, whatever this is, it, it's for the end game, whatever that may be. I just think she's full of contradictions, though. Yeah. So, um, moving on. So, we get to the parlor games. Who does she bring? Mr. Chapman, Mr. Mumbre, Mr. Bokikio, and Mr. Nazir. I will have to say, I th- one of you said this. My birthday was uh, yeah. this past weekend, which is why we are late on uh, this episode. Um, <laughs> I really wish I would have watched this one before your party, though. I yeah, probably didn't come we, out, though. <laughs> um, uh, these lovely ladies threw me a Bridgerton-themed <laughs> birthday party, but Bridgerton make it trashy. Um, you have to post a picture later. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, those never need to see the light of day. Um, put me, you, and Buck. This <laughs> cat was to too say, concussed in bed. Needless to say, um, things are wild. Uh, there was a fun party game that definitely would have been a, a crowd favorite, I think, last weekend yep. um, that they played at the parlor called um, the Poor Kitty Game. See, I think you played that anyways. <laughs> we did look out the window and you were rolling around. So. Yeah, so there were, you were on all fours pretty <laughs> often. Guys, this isn't an expose on my life here. Let's not air everything out. Um, so the poor kitty game, Mr. Nazir volunteers, and he uh, basically has to act like a cat, and he goes around in a circle, and he um, has to meow at people, and you, as the member in the circle, have to touch his face. Or some, you have to interact and say, poor kitty. <laughs> without laughing. Without laughing, which no one was able to. That was hilarious. It was so I mean, funny. That game was hilarious. <laughs> but basically, they were like, mm, th- let's play something more like new. And Remy being, Remy was like, oh, let's play Never Have I Ever. I think it was Tessa, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, of course it was Tessa. I think it was Tessa. Anyways, I still am prejudiced against Tessa <laughs> <laughs> from the incident from before. Okay, but did you notice at the dinner how she was getting a little flirty? Who was she sitting next to? Uh, the the other British guy. Mr. Oh, Mumbrae. Yeah. yeah. You noticed, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Because he was like, hang on, I'm going to stop talking to you for a minute. Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which, by the way, is not what Mr. Safa would have done. Yeah. Mr. Safa, who was basic. Anyway, I, we can't go down nah, that road. No, 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 no. We can't go down that road. Um, <laughs> so they play the porn kitty cat game. Then they're like, never have I ever. And we find out some spicy secrets. We do. Um, Miss Nicole asks, never have I ever had a menage a trois. Did she drink to that? I couldn't she remember. Didn't, no. Oh, right, because she said it, and you say what you haven't done. Yeah. <laughs> um, both the Brits, so Mumbre and Mizzy are both took you a drink. You know what went through my mind, though? Was it with each other? Yeah. 
Oh. <laughs> it's probably with their same group of friends or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was hilarious. I will say I was so mad about Lincoln's socks being rolled down. <laughs> oh, well, that's what you mean. Oh, yeah. yeah. The screen, like, froze on it. It, it, like, buffered, and he had his, like, little platoon shorts things like rolled up and his stockings rolled down and his gross knees man knees were just showing and i was like this is terrible i don't want to look at this anymore this is not working for me um anyways there's also other reasons to be mad during never have i ever kayla cat do you guys want to touch on some of that do you remember what it was kayla no. So uh, the question was, never have I ever had a fear of commitment. Oh, yeah, yeah. And who drank to that? The guy she did sexy time with. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Ms>. <laughs> <Nailed it. laughs> Mr. Chapman was the only one to drink. And, I mean, let's be real. As an adult, who has not had fear of commitment? Like, yeah. like that is the game, right? Literally. Like, seriously. I, I mean... Y'all know I I don't play, I haven't played drinking games. So, like, that is the game, right? Like, ever in your life, not sitting here today. Yeah, is never have I ever. And so, like, I think Mumbray said it or whatever. I don't know who said it. But anyways, all the guys wanted to take a drink. You know they did. And Chapman was the only one who was honest. Yeah. like He took a drink. I mean, even the girls, like. Yeah. How how do you live your adult life not having a single She cried about it after, right? She, yeah, she did. Pissed. She was so upset. She was like, Ugh. she's like, I was intimate with him. And, and he like, saying he is afraid of committing to me. That is literally not what he said at yeah. all. Now, to be fair, that is what he yeah, meant. To be fair, <laughs> that probably is exactly yeah. what's going through his head right now as we see. But it's just like, way to jump to those conclusions. And then what does mm. she do later? Oh, I was livid. I don't know if you could feel the anger. I could. It rolled <laughs> off of you. So she is with her mom. They're taking a nice little stroll, catching up. And um, they, I'm talking about somebody else. I don't even remember now. But they talk about Mr. Holland. And they're talking about how her mom really likes him. And she's like, yeah, I just don't know. Like, he's, you know, already saying he's falling for me. And, and I just, I don't know. That scares me. That it's too much too fast. Excuse me, are you not just livid about somebody saying that they're afraid of commitment? Like, what is that? You are afraid of that commitment. Like, she's literally like, I can't believe he doesn't want commitment. Here are four guys that want to give you commitment. And you're like, why does no one want to give me commitment? You don't like those guys. That's not the type of guy you like. Like, (laughs) just admit it, you know? I was livid. In my notes, I have that... These guys are too good for Cat, her. Cat, like, almost put a hole in her paper. She was writing so hard. <laughs> it's so much darker. Uh, but anyways, um, she, so they. this would be a disaster of a date, in my opinion, because I can't see anything at ever. But they're shooting little flying disc things. <laughs> they're called clay pigeons. Okay, clay pigeons. That's stupid. <laughs> um, anyway, so they walk in looking like Elmer Fudge. Okay, but today is the remaining guys that oh, didn't yeah, the, go the to losers. the parlor. So we have Mr. Cones, Mr. Judge, Mr. Holland, and Mr. Hunter. Um, and Remy laughs at how they look, too, because they look ridiculous. Like, take those hats off. But anyways, Mama's there. Mama, we learned, was ex-military. Mm-hmm. So, homie had to have a sniper check. And so, she's over here, blast, 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 shoot, shoot, shoot. 
All them clay pigeons falling from the sky. The boys just all look at each other like, uh, and Mr. Cones is like, I'm, I'm just the family I'm trying to marry into a mama <laughs> sniper, sniper mom. <laughs> what is it? But I would just like to point out that Mr. Cones is already at a point where he's like talking about marrying into her family. Yeah. Again, here it is. Another male who is like, yes, I want commitment. I want this. And it's the male that's been in the back seat this whole time. Yeah. Um, but yeah okay the date was funny she was like asking all the boys like really funny weird questions that were super personal um as they got up to shoot to like throw them off their game um you know whatever cool nothing monumental really happens i would say unless you guys have anything well she does ask the conversation that starts the downhill spiral oh yeah mr hunter she finds out mr hunter uh lived with a woman previously oh yeah uh so we find out later after that date's over mr hunter seeks her out to go pull her aside he's like i just need time with her with the intention if i wasn't mistaken about opening up yeah so nicole's just like so tell me about your past relationships basically like you lived with a woman tell me about it crickets homie crickets like Mm -hmm. he does not say anything and he's like clearly uncomfortable clearly putting up those walls remy's like what he never explained that the rest of the episode though did he no Mm -hmm. no he's just like i need to learn how to open up and yeah duh and nicole's like clearly upset like in her b-roll on the verge of tears like i need like i just see him putting up walls against me and it it's that double-edged sword of like you haven't gotten like any one-on-one time with mr hunter since the beginning you can't expect him to be vulnerable right away but also you're on a dating show (laughs) you have to go in ready to be vulnerable because you know that's the only way yeah you're gonna get anywhere so my feelings on it is that we haven't seen her once be really vulnerable with any of them like mr cones about race yes that's the only time i think that's the only time like i i mean it's a two-way street like if if i am having a conversation with you danielle Mm -hmm. and you're having a hard time talking to me about something it's because I haven't made you feel safe. Yeah. And and there are ways to go about doing that. And one of those ways is to open up to you so that you know you can talk to me. And, you know, you can't expect a one-way street. I mean, she obviously does. And we've seen that in other cases, too. Less I mean, she's serious. on a show called The Courtship. <laughs> so, so, you know. <laughs> but, like, I mean, h- how upset can you really... Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It it, it It's a hard thing to comment on because there is both sides are uh, like both sides are understandable like you know yeah. you can't expect someone to op- bear their heart out or their you know past wounds but at the same time <laughs> unless you're captain kim unless you're god captain kim <laughs> <laughs> is he not on there anymore no, no. Oh, okay kayla kayla got so much spoiled for her yeah <laughs> um, but I think that brings us we can we can push forward to Mr. Cones is the other gentleman that gets a one on one um, self-made by the way. Yeah. These one on ones go men way Absolutely. to take charge um, and get go after what you want. We love to see it. 
I'm really excited for Mr. Cones because we just brought up the last time we saw them was when they had that beautiful conversation about, you know, Remy, uh, Miss Nicole talking about, you know, struggling with being black and where she grew up and just the issues that, you know, a black person and a black woman has to face in society. And they had a beautiful conversation about it. And, you know, I think that was the first time both of them really kind of were like connecting with each other. Mr. Cohn's alluding to the fact that he has something big to tell her. And we're just like, oh, he's being serious. Like, because we right. haven't seen many serious things from him besides his intense need for corn dogs <laughs> and Arby. Oh, is that guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so, I, I mean... I like it just honestly was something so beautiful for me. I don't know if I if I see them together, but basically he he opens up about his sexuality um, and that he's flu. He considers himself sexually fluid and, you know, kind of goes into that. And again, another raw, beautiful conversation. Exactly what she's asking for. Right. He literally presents himself like he could see her B-roll and he's just like, I want to be in this relationship as raw and as real and as vulnerable as possible. Yeah. Yeah. That she's getting that. <laughs> and she's like <sighs> So here's the thing that killed me. Like I mean, and she appreciated it. She did. Like in her B roll, she's talking about how, you know, she's so grateful that he's taking that time to do that. And she makes the comment, he'd be an incredible husband, an incredible father, no doubt. And that made me live it again because like, okay, so what is it but that you're looking for? She like, doesn't say she can see it with exactly. him. Exactly. Yeah. Like that, I, I feel so strongly. Like that's not what she's looking for. She's And don't tell me that you aren't attracted to him because oh, you're attracted to Danny Bokikio. And if you're attracted to Danny Bokikio, you can be attracted to Mr. Cones. And I rest my case. Absolutely. I rest it. <laughs> um, but anyways, they had a kiss. That kiss was a little, eh. yeah. for me, I had a moment where I cringed a yes. little bit. Yes. A, lot of, a lot of lip. I, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Lip, it looked like twist, he was just trying to like suck her face in. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I mean, how many weeks have you been there? You've been holding it in. I get it, but woo, woo, woo that yeah. was. A little much. Who knows how many times they had to redo that kiss, you know? Because like I have heard from production, like people on dating shows that they have to redo kisses a lot. Because of sound boring. angles, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, we want this at a different angle. Kiss again, you know." So I'm gonna try and give them the benefit of the doubt there and just say that was a bad take. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> but anyways, farewell ball, bring us home, cut. So the farewell ball again. This is the moment that I check out of this whole show. <laughs> it's so I'm so angry. So we get four dances on the dance card tonight. We get Mr. Chapman. Mr. Mumbre, Mr. Holland again, and Mr. Hunter. Before we move forward, if you didn't notice this cat, Buck would have noticed. <laughs> Buck would have noticed this when she's circling the boys before she dances with them. Is Mr. Chapman looking up? Mr. Chapman. <laughs> Mr. Chapman looked at the ceiling. I don't think you've heard this yet, yeah. Kayla, but mm-hmm. he admits either in the past like episode or so. 
that at the farewell dance, he just stares at the ceiling when he gets nervous because there's a bunch of naked women painted on it. Oh so he gosh. said the movies calm him down. <laughs> so he just looks at the So oh. there's clear footage of him looking up at the ceiling when she's walking around at the farewell dance. And he opened up about that? He sh- oh, he just talked to it. the guys. Just the guys. Uh, but, I mean, he's talked to the world then because it's yeah, on TV. Yeah, and it's just... <laughs> Anyways, oh, gosh. so first dance, Brit, Brit number one, Mr. Mumbray, Ms. Mumbray. Uh, we knew it was going to happen. She said, and we did, like I, I even pointed out, it didn't look like there was much in their relationship earlier. Like it, it, it just didn't seem like we said good friend yeah. vibes. That's all we got. Good yeah. friend. But vibes. she said she appreciated his gesture gestures, but she feels like they're too much friends and they haven't moved out of the friend they just zone. Can't get there. And, I mean, valid, real issues that come up in the show. And, you know, it is what it is. It was, she cried a lot. The family was crying. The, Everyone yeah, was crying. The poor sister had tears, tears streaming down, down her face. face. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we say goodbye to Mr. Mumbre. He had a graceful exit. What a man. If Very you're still beautiful. single and still looking for love. Cat has not walked down the aisle this yet. This is so true. <laughs> Poor Buck, like, stuck in his bed, sick. <laughs> He'd agree. He'd it's agree. okay. We openly, That's Cat true. openly talks about leaving Buck. That's true. I openly talk about. <laughs> I don't, it's just a podcast and I'm just listening, but every time Cat talks about another man and Buck gets silent, I just picture him, like, looking at you, like, excuse <laughs> it's fair he just kind of nods his head like fair <laughs> and me having to apologize because zach is not here and i'm just like i still love you disclaimer at the end of every episode i love my husband he understands oh my gosh. <laughs> um so he leaves he um, leaves then we have mr holland i have been waiting for this for a few episodes yeah mr holland you're too intense buddy you decided like you had a good date and he just dove right in and honestly i think this needed to happen a few episodes ago because there's a daughter involved and miss you could tell miss remy was not it was not there romantically i think she i think he's someone she wanted it to be there though i think she wanted it because his life was so it made so much sense for her on paper but I don't, again, it's not, he's so mature. I feel like you're giving settled. her too much credit right now. I said she, I think she would want to want, like, want to want him, like the settled down established part of him, but with the like spiciness of Lincoln. Okay. You know, like I'm saying on paper, you know, but it wasn't there. He has a kid. I think she should have pulled out after that date because I, I think so, too. It wasn't there. Anyways, she says it. Personalities don't match up. Basically, what we hear is she's still kind of immature. And mm-hmm. that's fine. We're, I'm not, like, downing her for that. But she's clearly said, like, I make jokes that my whole family said, oh, I don't know if, you know, <laughs> you line up with him. And it's just so I have a frustrating take on this i I think i should say i'm frustrated whatever concussion i don't know (laughs) i'm frustrated (laughs) because the things she's telling him now 
are not the things she was talking to her mom about. The concerns she's sharing with him are very different than the concerns she was sharing with her mom. And it feels more like a cop-out than her just being honest with him. Yeah. And that's frustrating because she expects it from everybody else, but she's not delivering it. Like, if you're not feeling it, which she has said, hey, I'm just not feeling it. Yeah. But when it's something serious, she's like, hey, like, I just don't think we align. I was like, okay, maybe cool, but that's not what your main concern was when you were talking to your mom. So... Yeah, it's just kind of I, and I feel like maybe everyone feels this way, I don't feel like we truly know what Miss Remy wants, like, because I think we're getting, like, three different versions of her, and again, like, you know, the shows are edited the way they're edited, but, like, we see one version with some guys, we see another version with her family, and then we see what we see. Right. How she interacts with everyone. And so it's just hard to gauge who actually would be a good fit for her. Because if I think, oh, who do I think would be the best match for her as far as, like, connection-wise? Lincoln and Miles. You know, Mr. Eyeballs and Mr. Britt. Last Britt standing. (laughs) Like, clearly, their, their personalities line up so much. And, like... They're cheeky. They're fun. Like, they're definitely going to have a lot of fun together. It'd be a passionate whirlwind romance. <laughs> Short-lived. Yeah. That's all I see, though. Short-lived. And so it's like, if that's what you want and you want to try to see if it'll go anywhere, take that risk. Do it, girl. It's your life. But, like, if we're talking who she could have a sustainable relationship with, I honestly couldn't tell you at this point. Bokikio, maybe. Yeah. I think you that's know, fair. I, he's not my favorite, Mr. Judge and Mr. Cones are, but I think she'd get bored with him. I think so, too. I think she'd get bored with him. She doesn't want a nice guy. She doesn't want a nice guy. <laughs> like, that's fine. But, like, don't say that you want certain things and then completely ignore the men who give you that. Yeah. yeah. So. So, but we see, like, a really sweet goodbye. Like, you can tell that everybody is really disappointed by him leaving. So the guys that are up on the balcony even come down. Like, they're like, oh, this is a lot. He's like, Mr. Holland is turning around saying goodbye to everybody. And the guys from the... Like, multiple yeah. people are crying. They're all now. crying. They're all hugging him. They all come down. Like No yeah. one came down from Mr. Mumbray. Poor dude. But they're cl- they, he gets a, like, a standing O yeah. as he walks out. They're all clapping. Because yeah. like, <laughs> Mr. Holland is a stand-up man Mm -hmm. and we see that because nicole goes after him and she's like i want to give you this jacket they have a cute moment he's like go on girl you know like turn around show me what you got i'm like i love him i love him like he is genuinely someone i would have loved to see with her but it just wasn't there you know yeah like he's the type of guy you want to root for to have that happy ending but it just clearly wasn't a match so I know all them ladies out there now sliding into his DMs. You can find yourself a new mommy right away. We know it's going to (laughs) happen. So she comes back in and doesn't even bother dancing with Mr. Chapman or Mr. Hunter. She's just like, hey, hey, I want you guys to stay. Like, you can tell she's overwhelmed and is just not feeling it anymore. So they're staying. We're wrapping up. As the credits are rolling, 
we get another moment with Mr. Chapman and Miss Remy. He gets his B-roll going and he's talking about how confused he is and how he needs to talk to her and, you know, he's clear like, all I, this up. Well, we forgot to say he said to them guys before the final dance. Oh, he yeah. Said, if it's going to be a proposal, I, I don't, don't think I can do that. He's just like, I don't think I'll like that's yeah. not. He's like, I'm not. He said verbatim, I am not willing to change my lifestyle. <laughs> Have you seen I Nicole? think he said, I don't think I'm willing to change my lifestyle. I don't know. Then why be on a dating like, show? <laughs> why are you here, first of all? Why <laughs> you, like, you think Nicole is going to live in a minivan? Honda Odyssey, Kayla. This oh man God. has a Honda Odyssey, not even one of those cool vans. Oh, my God. <laughs> he has a, a literal minivan. <laughs> and you trying to bring a woman up there, a woman like Nicole, who definitely is used to a certain lifestyle that probably doesn't involve a van right (laughs) no so then we get this b-roll of him talking about how confused he is and then we get this moment with them while the credits are rolling where he's like i'm falling for you leading her on <laughs> no. yeah, I don't know man he because he knows he's gonna have to have that talk and he doesn't want he he is it's not what's the word because I don't want to say like grooming that is not what I mean in that <laughs> oh sense gosh. but it's like he's preparing her like gassing her up yeah. So when he he's, he's softening the blow. Yeah, softening the blow. That's way more appropriate. To <laughs> oh say. my gosh! Like he's he's cushioning her because he's about to be like, I don't think you know. No, he did say he's here to find love. Yeah, that's fine. But are you guys at the same level? Like, and so Nicole's gonna have to decide if Lincoln's at the end of this if she will settle for. And I don't think she will because he is backtracking because when they were laying in bed that morning, he made the comment about being ready to settle down. And I think he's just freaked out more than anything. I think he's just freaked out. I think, you know, he's clearly a man who doesn't like commitment. He doesn't have a place to live and hasn't for X amount of years. I I think he wants to want it. You know, like you said, he wants to want it. And he's just trying to figure out if. Yeah, he does. and so he's just getting ready to, we'll probably see that next episode, but she said, at the end of the episode, that was the first time a man has said on this show, I'm falling for you, and I can actually reciprocate the feelings. No, so, she didn't reciprocate it. She didn't tell him that She didn't fact. say it, which we always appreciate mm-hmm. a host keeping their <laughs> cards close to their chest, or a leading lady. Leading, leading person. Our lead. Lead. <laughs> the lead. You don't drop the L-bombs. You don't drop the L-bombs no. um, until the final. Until you're for sure. Yeah, until you've got your one and only. Uh, yeah, you don't. You Unless don't you're. Don't drop Unless those you're multiple. Ari. Who was it that dropped it? Like three people? They were on a They're beach. Been... I think it was Ari. Probably. That scum. Anyway, Becca, 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 Team we love Becca, you too. Cooper. If you ever listen to this, Becca, we love you. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. So, 
that's that's it that's the episode, that was the end of the episode. kayla thanks for joining who, us who who is your favorite tonight kayla oh gosh you can use um, picture references she's got google pulled up ladies i do yes looking um, at photos. a lot of the pictures are blackened out though <laughs> i don't know i don't think i really had a, a favorite though Kitty may stick out to you as like the main villain from tonight or like you can't wait for them to go or you really like this guy not really it was a lot of just catching up Okay. And figuring it out. Um, That's fair. That was our first episode. I wasn't like bummed out by the two that left though. So, yeah. Like I felt that was appropriate. It was so. a solid final four. Yeah. Yeah. Can't complain. Yeah. So. So. All right. Cool. I, yeah. Well, we'll be back for episode nine. Episode nine. We're outies. Okay. So. Bye. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>